joy also when looking at other people's lives. I've been privileged to do 35 weddings so far and officiate at them. And I've done some different ones. This Saturday, I get to do a double wedding. So there'll be two couples. And most of the weddings I've done have been in Spanish. Some of them have been in English. And some of them have been dual, where I've done it in both languages. I had somebody come to me once and say, Can you, uh, chaplain, can you marry us? And we want a funny wedding. And my wife says, you got the wrong guy because he's not funny. So I watched some YouTube YouTube weddings that were supposedly funny. And I didn't change my style. But I did try and make it um, a little bit different than I normally do. And it turned out really nice. That was a, a couple. It was a, a black guy and a Filipino lady. And they had some really cool ideas. They had a, a beautiful venue that we were at and they had white sand and black sand and each one of them were gonna take turns and pour that into a bottle to make a design while I read a poem. And we did that, they had some wonderful music and I was able to address the crowd a little bit and, and say, you know, welcome the Filipinos in uh, their language, Mabuhay. And, and that little things like that so it kind of lightened things up and um, that wedding was that was pretty fun and, and it gave me joy seeing their happiness because that couple had been through a lot of adversity to get to that spot in their lives um, I also did a wedding in the jail once so the gentleman put his hand up on the window of course he he couldn't see us because it was a one one way glass, and then the bride put her hand on his from the other side of the window, and then we did everything with a microphone back and forth. And I had my police uniform on, so this couple was married in different circumstances. Um, they were really appreciative. I was able to talk to the bride more because the groom, all we did was see him during the short ceremony. And then we had a couple of officers with us as the witnesses. Um, I did a false wedding once. Okay, there's the confession. Um, I got to the venue and it was in a really beautiful um, wedding facility in Draper, Utah, that had waterfalls, and they had gone all out, they had the food catered, I mean, it was just incredible, and they actually put that wedding on a commercial, to where uh, they put it up on TV and everything, and you could, uh, it's funny, because nobody's going to pay attention to me, just the, the officiator in the back, because the, the braid was gorgeous, and the little flower girls were, it was all picture perfect but when I got there I'd normally get to a wedding about half hour early go over the documents make sure everything's done and check it check it all just to, just to be sure well this time um, for some reason the bride had thought the groom had got the license and the groom had thought the bride had got the license and I explained no when you get a license you both have to show up at the <clears throat> at the municipality the city offices and 
present ID and you, you have to get it together. And so they said, well, we don't have the license. What are we going to do? And I said, well, I can't legally marry you without a license. And so we discussed it and I said, okay, this is what I'm willing to do. We'll have, it's basically a practice or a ceremony, but you won't be married. I told them you're not going to be married until you come to my office on Monday and we'll actually perform the, the ceremony there and sign the documents and then you'll actually be married. And so that's the false wedding that I did. That was basically a practice for the real one, but all the people thought it was real. And so they got pretty nervous on that. And and the, the father-in-law had, I mean, they paid a lot of money for that wedding. It was just beautiful. Um, once again, the joy that you see when people get married, they're starting out new, whether they've never been married before or they're, you know, getting married, um, for the second or third time, there's still a lot of joy in that. I've done several in churches and I've done them in parks. And, um, it's interesting because a lot of times they'll start late, especially Hispanics. One time the mother-in-law hadn't showed up and they're waiting. And there's a lot of people that were getting really impatient. One guy said, I'm not going to wait for this. This is ridiculous. This is disrespectful. And he left his family there and left. And I told the bride and groom, I said, look, this is your day. It's, uh, I, I'm fine. You can just enjoy the beauty of this park. It was at a Peace Gardens here in Salt Lake City. Just enjoy. And, and then she showed up. She showed up about an hour late. And then we had the wedding and it went off fine. But people get stressed during that time. And so we don't need to add more stress saying, why are they late or getting on their case with that. So... I've started very few Hispanic weddings on time. Um, one time the bride was about an hour late and I asked the groom, I knew him real well. And I said, what are you going to do? You know, if she doesn't show up, I was just joking with him. And he joked back. He says, well, we've got food, we've got cake, we've got music. We're just going to have a party if she doesn't show up. And they laughed and we laughed. And that, that one, there was fish bowls on every single table and each uh, there was fish in the fish bowls and there was a lighted candle inside the water in every fish bowl. Uh, and they, they went all out on that. It was just beautiful. And she did show up and came in and the, they had music. They had, I mean, it was just really cool. And then we started the wedding and, and at that point, I looked at the bride and I says, hey, you know, you showed up a little bit late. Are you really sure you want to marry this guy? And I was just joking and she knew I was joking. And she laughed and said, yes, I, I thought the mother-in-law was going to give me the death look. She she did give me kind of a, a stare down, but um, that one is one I injected a little bit of humor into. And it, it was it was kind of funny. Now, I speak Spanish, but not perfect Spanish, so... Um, and I've stopped apologizing for not speaking perfect Spanish because a long time ago I learned that um, if I can get by, and I do try and improve my Spanish, and I have programs, and I listen, and I read books in Spanish, but people that are doing their best to learn another language, there's no sense in trying to correct them or or make fun of them because they're the ones that, I mean, my wife speaks fluent Spanish, and then she speaks English. 
And so someone making fun of her English is ridiculous because they, a lot of people that do that, don't speak two languages. Um, my kids would often make fun of my wife's accent. And that makes her not want to speak English because she doesn't you know, want the kids making fun of her. But um, she's getting pretty good at English and, and I'm getting better at Spanish. And I like to watch the novelas, like the Spanish soap operas. Those are actually better than a lot of the English ones. Um, and I don't have time to do that anymore. But once in a while, I'll watch a little bit with her or turn it on. And I, when I watch movies, I try and put them in Spanish. And, and that helps too. But the experiences of marrying people has been a joy in my life to see people starting out and see people that love each other enough to make a commitment. And some people say, well, I don't need a piece of paper to make a commitment. And I suppose that's true for some people. Um, but actually committing and saying, hey, I'm going to take this serious and I'm, I'm going to marry you is an important step in people's lives. Um, I do appreciate the, the support that I have from my wife. I mean, She's an amazing woman. She doesn't ever complain when I have to go off and like do this double wedding on a Saturday, which normally would be her time, because um, we spend our times together on Saturdays, and I, I'll take her out, and we'll do something special. Um, not every Saturday, but it just depends on, on the, the time. But the joy comes in our life when we interact with others, mostly from what I can see. Obviously, music can bring joy. You can also have joy come from a pet. And that's also an interaction. That's also a relationship. Um, having your pets that can give you joy and, and the music that you're involved with. Um, as a musician, I appreciate other musicians greatly. And music gives me joy. Just I'm singing in a choir right now for Christmas. And it's... a uh, in Spanish, and it just brings back memories of all the different choirs I've sang in and the joy that it gives me there and how much I appreciate having the ability to to sing. I'm not great, but I, I can carry a tune, and I'm all right at it. Um, but it does give me joy. It gives me joy in my life and, and helps actually helps my family life, you know, having the music as part of it. So that's just a little bit about the, some of the weddings that I've done, um, the jail, the parks, starting late, some in English, some in Spanish. And I can see the joy that it's brought into a lot of people's lives. Hey, I did one in my kitchen once. Um, they just wanted to be married. They wanted it done quickly. <laughs> it was, it was interesting. And I talked to him, was able to talk to him. I tell people, don't take advice from somebody that doesn't have more kids than you. Somebody that hasn't been married longer than you have. <laughs> so, my first marriage, I was married 19 years. And then, so far, on this marriage, I've been married 16 years. And I say that I have five kids. Although we are Brady Bunch, as I mentioned before. She had three kids when we got married, and I have two. And it's... It's still a cool relationship with the family because um, everybody gets along um, and we're 
accepting of the different circumstances we're in and you just deal with what you have and I appreciate life and, and it does give me joy have a wonderful day Thank you.